Oh my god, hi! Welcome back to Queer Perspective, hosted by your favorite gay lesbian duo, Andrew and Noemi. Woo! <laughs> hi! <laughs> Hello! Yes, I so, did. <laughs> the episode officially started now. <laughs> um. Nice. Usually I do the hello in the beginning, but I'll get into it in a different episode. But a lot's happened to me recently, and yes. I'm not in the best place. Um, this is my happy place. I love doing the podcast with Noemi. I love just talking to Noemi. But right now I'm just a little, I'm low energy, depressed, sad. Uh, I mean, I could say what happened. Uh, yeah. My dad died. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll go, we have a whole episode on parents where i could talk mm -hmm. more you know mm -hmm. remember but unpack. right now yeah yeah you know that's what we do and <laughs> we unpack, unpack. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack yeah. but right now i just want to talk about funner topics like dating and straight culture <laughs> <laughs> yes fun <laughs> so much fun <laughs> You know, great topics. Um, so today's episode, mm -hmm. it's called Other Queer People. Where the fuck are they? Genuine question. <laughs> I just no, for real. <laughs> I think I've bre bre uh, mentioned a bunch of times, like that's the narrative that I put that I'm like an island in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one single gay island in the ocean of straightness. Population one. <laughs> Sad. Like I didn't lose my virginity until it's very late. I count mm -hmm. I can count like on like both hands how many pe gay people, people, mm -hmm. LGBT for the past like 13, 14 years. Dang. So yeah. uh, we wanted it just like and it does seem like that's part of like the culture at least it's like yeah. not sent not like lgbt centers but like everywhere else it's like where are the other gays well mm -hmm. do they exist is this like a lie that society it's like is it a myth yeah <laughs> that other gays exist um the we had this conversation because this is gonna it kind of feels like a two-parter to me because we were talking about this and then it got into dating and then we went to just patriarchy in like yeah. when we were talking about this and just like how it's like patriarchy is kind of the reason for all this bullshit but that's yeah. a different episode no um, like that's the next episode <laughs> yeah it is the next episode mm, have fun um but this episode we're just going to talk about how isolating it is and how when you're like the only gay in a exclusive especially since we're stem mm -hmm. that's extra yeah. isolating the gays are hard to come by very far and few between <laughs> um so the bullet points that you put first one straight culture it's everywhere and inescapable <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <and> I, <laughs> yeah i still stand by the statement <laughs> Yeah, it is inescapable. And it's like, I get it, you know, straight people breed or whatever, and they do that gross shit. Um, but, you know, it is isolated, because, like, everything is kind of built for them. You know? Yeah. All the Disney movies. This is a straight world. 
like every single show ever. Uh, you're lucky if you get one LGBT person and they don't die by the end of it, you know? Oh my god, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, so, what what was the first point? Being queer, but mainly in straight circles, the isolation of being queer. Okay. I mean, okay, so I think, I think I, I don't, I think I have a lot of hope in finding, like, you know, the, a queer circle and stuff. Um, and I think especially because when I went to high school, it was like an arts high school, and I had the <clears throat> the impression that a lot of the people that I used to hang out with were in some way like queer. But I think you really went through like the drought. I like I have no hope <laughs> that that you're talking is like I have dreams and that I might find a queer group or circle mm-hmm. that I could mm-hmm. call home, and I'm like. The dream is dead. <laughs> it's like a girl died before even started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I still like I'm not giving up hope on the concept of like finding a relationship or anything like that. But it, it I for a long time because I went from religion extreme because I was a Jehovah's Witness, no gays there. Um, to a tech school, no gays there. Mm-hmm. To engineering school, no gays there. Uh, I worked in like uh, places. Well, the, I worked in hospitals and other kind of places where there were LGBT some here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also in like Florida, so it was like and it's there like were, a light gay. It is predominantly Hispanic, so it was light gay, and they were very like. DL it's like and, light gay with heavy heavy homophobia. Yeah, heavy internalized homophobia. Yeah. And yeah. then after and then I quit my job or whatever, mm-hmm. went to back to school. Mm-hmm. That was probably the most amount of gays that I had the, around me. And literally yeah. like me um not even okay, not even Noemi was out, <laughs> let's be honest. So not only me and like one other person was Well, define um, out. Define out. Because it's not it's not like I was like, oh no, I'm totally not gay and I totally do not like women and blah blah blah. Like it's like but it was you know like you know what it is? It was like the circle that we were in, I could tell that it wasn't even if I had told people like you're the only one that like it really mattered to. Yeah, I was like the other only people one were just like, cared. Oh they're just like, cool. Oh, just another girl. Mm. same and stuff that's it. that, that yeah. was the vibe that we, yeah. I got like when you would talk about it and they were just like sure did, sure Jan of course you know um, I was like okay if you want if you say so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again so engineering again very few gays besides Noemi and I and then I'm now in a corporate Though they are LGBT friendly, that's like me and like one or two other people. And since I work remote, mm-hmm. don't matter. <laughs> I don't talk to them. Yeah. So there's a lot of isolation in that respect going on. I do wonder, like, what yes. do what do gay guys like do to like socialize? Because like, okay, so Fuck. that's not <laughs> socializing. <laughs> Okay, I've, and also, like, there's also that internalized homophobia that I have, because there's, like, how come I have, but it's, like, I'm gonna, I, what do other gays do, so, so, like, yeah, 
Um, because I'll give I'll give an example, right? So yes. now, so I recently um, gained a couple of friends, and so now we do like we do art club, and then I also have a book club that I'm a part of, and that makes sense. Like those are, and I don't think everybody within those groups are like queer per se, but it wouldn't be far off to say that those are like queer things to do as like a woman or as like yeah. somebody who was raised as a woman like it's like if you if you tell like oh i have a if you tell some like another queer like oh hey i'm a queer woman and i'm part of like um club. art club like, or like book club are. like they'll be like of course you are of course yeah, you are you course. lesbian it's you like, like <laughs> that just comes with like the yeah the id card <laughs> <laughs> When you join yeah. the club, you also can join the like the the book club and stuff. Like, okay, what do you exactly? Mean? Um, I and it I'm makes sense. Part. And like that's that's like a typical thing to to do. And it's like, well, we do art club. Like we unpack emotional things and oh. we talk about trauma and then we relate and then we show memes and like all that stuff when we have a good time. And that's just I mean, I'm also how... from like a different generation to be honest. Mm. I'm a millennial, so the the examples that I've known and the people. So this is secondhand. This is what I've been told. It's like they mm-hmm. just party and drink. Mm-hmm. Um, the most I could think they do that mm-hmm. isn't like something like stereotypical um, is still like host, like host like fancy get-togethers. Mm. That's very gay man energy. Like that is true. With a like char- dinner party. What's it called? A charcuterie. With like ham, cheese boards Ooh, and wine yeah. and like like homemade meal like yeah that's probably gay man energy that I wish I could exude but I need other gay yeah <laughs> like that kind of t- stuff um, like it's giving... it called charcuterie boards what when you have like the yeah ham and yeah cheese? yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. it's kind of it's kind of like cottage core but like for men. Like that's what it's yes. like. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's it is like cottage core because cottage core is like what like lesbians in a cabin. Yeah, it's like lesbians in a cabin, like picnics, you know, kind of like. The flowers. thing is, is like gay men is more metropolitan in their mm. approach mm. to things. So it's not like it's like come to my apartment and we could like have wine and mm. eat mm-hmm. like my specialized fucking dumplings that i made or whatever mm-hmm. no i've been to like like the the gay uncles that i've mentioned before yeah yeah in a previous episode like this is yeah. stuff they would do and it was mm. nice that just like have wine i mean maybe talk. do do they do they know anybody maybe you should like hang out with them more maybe you know because you just have to hang around like other gay people doesn't matter who I... <laughs> even if they're like 60 <laughs> i mean hey <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's Gay relationships point. like transcend time, space, <laughs> generations. <laughs> it does. It does. It's like you always see like a 20-year-old hanging out with a 50. So whatever. <laughs> but that's kind of like... <laughs> Why well, are we off track a little? Because we're talking about I... like... Are we... I guess we're talking about like where the gays are, but this is like, what do gays do in the wild? And we're just yeah. speculating. Yeah. Um, but the question is, is like, um, the thing with like where I live, like Florida, mm-hmm. uh, Miami, it's like, it's still kind of not taboo, 
but there is a connotation with the LGBT, specifically the gaming community, which is very much like, you know, party club center. Because Miami's club center. But that's all. That's all of Miami. That's, yeah, that's it the is. entire vibe. That's exactly. So it's kind of like, and if you don't follow that vibe, we're kind of like, because mm-hmm. most like, of the time yeah. people are like, you, oh, you don't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I've never been that vibe, mm-hmm. which kind of, you know, part of me is like, why can't I be more like? Out you kind there of okay. That? You know what yes. your energy is? It's like yes. your energy is like, um, you know, you own a Kansas farm where you pick up your eggs from like your chickens daily. And then you have a neighbor who has like lots of land across like, you know, it's like that's yeah, the next neighbor over. And then sometimes he like, I don't know, he has like, let's say an o- like an orchard or something where he makes like his own wine. And then he's like, yeah, I give it to all of the neighbors. And then one day he like gives you a bottle like that's I feel like that would be like your ideal where you're like, yeah, there's somebody in my neighborhood who has a lot of land and makes their own wine. And I wouldn't mind if. We just casually merged our lands together. <laughs> okay. I'm like literally like taking that in and I'm like digesting it and seeing mm-hmm. like how much is that true? <laughs> Would I like to live on a farm? You know, that's very lesbian of you. Like, mm, I mean, okay, that's true. That's true. What would be like, like the it, what would be the gay man? The equivalent the is like I, it's like he owns a vineyard, but he has a mansion. You know? Ooh, yes. <laughs> that's the vibe. Ooh. I mean, like, what vibe do I give? I'm trying yeah. to think. That's a, like, that's a good question. Like, what vibe do I give when it comes to this kind of, like, type of gay? I always felt yeah. like I was always, like, the, the sassy gay uncle, but I have no nephews. <laughs> <laughs> that's always the Because I always hang out with people that are, like, 10 years younger than me. Because it's, mm. like, my brother does D&D. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, and I always mm-hmm. have like the sassiest comments because that's yeah. just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, since I went back to school in my thirties, mm-hmm. you know, I hanged out with people in their early twenties and mm-hmm. stuff like Me. that. So I do feel like, <laughs> yeah, like you. So I do give, give off like um, gay uncle if uh, living in his own apartment in downtown Miami. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like in the in the herd of like younger people, like you're the one who has like their shit together and like yeah, you know, like I'm like the one like the, and you the have a good credit like, score. Why is this, like thirty year, yeah, I have the good credit score. It's like why is this thirty year old hanging out with twenty year olds? It's like girl, where else is there to hang out? It's, it's like, like who's gonna house. herd the crowd? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like part of me feels like that vibe is a little yikes. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, but, it, but that reminds me of um, is it like um, old uh ball culture culture back in the eighties? You know, like uh, back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, where they had like uh, um. Mama. I forget the terminology, but they have like a couple of documentaries and uh, about it. Like, in was it where uh, LGBT people of color, you know, you talking, come together? Are you talking and they, about the houses? Yeah, and the ball culture and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, but they're usually which, like, there's usually um, like mm-hmm. a bunch of young people and one older person who's acting yeah. as older. You know, I would have been that I older know. person. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Just giving advice. It's like, that's not how you suck dick. That's not how you do that. That's, the outfit's horrible. Over the dinner table. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's my vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. That what were you gonna true. say? Sorry. No, I I was saying that I know that um that kind of stuff from like the show Pose because it's about... yeah like Pose and yeah yeah okay. I have a, um, a like another gay uncle who used to be part of that. Ooh, yeah. Dude, you should um, totally. I mean, I'm sure they know. I mean, I people. hang out with him every once in a while. Like that's the whole thing. But yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's okay. I mean, I try talking about it, but it's always like I'm not gonna say like we're from two. Di- we're very much two different generations, but it's very much like uh, uh, how can I put this? Because we've have talked about it, but it's always been like. It's like part of me is like I want to know like the gory details about that situation, but it's like personal for them, and it's like so. How was it when? Because I know that he was like homeless and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. in that kind of culture back in the eighties was like mm-hmm. not fun. They had to mm-hmm. do that because nobody yeah. else would accept them. Yeah, and we kind of romanticize it now, like everything mm-hmm. else that we do. Yeah, but knowing somebody that is it, like I know, and I feel, hope I'm not giving out too much information, but I know he was addicted to drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to go. It's like it's interesting from an outside perspective, but I feel like I'm just like digging up trauma when I talk about it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and you uh, want to be respectful. That makes sense. Of course. Yeah, because again, it's like we romanticize it. And a lot of our vernacular, especially of the gay culture, takes from it. But it's also, mm-hmm. like, trauma. Like, mm-hmm, most of them mm-hmm. didn't live long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> this this has got an interesting turn. Um, but what about your vibe? Because um, we're talking about me, but I'm like, okay, I'm like either Mother Superior or <laughs> or the 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 thirty year old who has like his shit together, gay, which <laughs> never happens. <laughs> I think you? you know. Okay, my actual vibe is um, people constantly think that I'm like fragile or that they're really? going to like. Yeah, like I have a like I have a very young face and my voice uh-huh. doesn't really help in that either. So uh-huh. I think a lot of people when they see me like they're like, "Oh my god, like she must have not done a bad thing in her whole life and like she's Oh, you got the just, face of an angel. Yeah, like I I I give off that vibe. So then um and I know I went on a trip like recently and I was talking about, you know, stuff that I do in in my life. And then Yeah. Um one of my friends was like, "Holy shit like i wouldn't have thought that at all and like <laughs> like because i was explaining to her like i was like yeah i'll go to clubs and then this is how i pull people and like this is my mentality and stuff like that and she was like holy fuck like you have this whole strategy nailed down um and then it was like that whenever i explain to people that like what i guess like actually goes on in my head and like my seducing tactics quote-unquote like they're not really seducing tactics but like stuff like that like people are like what the fuck like you got game just admit it allegedly (laughs) but at the same time like when i say you when i when i give stories people you've told me stories sorry i'm shooting the mic but you've told me a story (laughs) you have more game than me like be honest (laughs) and that's the thing like when i when people find that out like they're like whoa like i didn't i didn't expect to hear that so like i i 
I think my vibe is just like very um like I'm the person that's I don't want to say making the rounds but making the rounds without anybody Ooh. knowing <laughs> the secret home the secret oh. home. not the secret <laughs> home <laughs> the secret home like the person that you never like the girl next door yeah uh, and I'm and it's not like you know the the it's called like a horophobe when you're like scared of being seen as like somebody promiscuous but like the uh, horophobe in me wants to be like I'm not that much of like whatever I think there's just the there's stories a... you've told me oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying and I'm not it's saying like, there's, like, a, I'm way, there's down... a way to be yeah. engaging you know and I think about stuff like that and then like when I say that engaging people... is the word we're using <laughs> yes engaging <laughs> Yes, and I'm not saying it. It's like I'm like I'm saying out of envy, honestly. I'm mm. just like I would from some of yours, because part that's always been like. Sorry if I'm like changing the story. No, it's okay. But it's like because it does like I'm not saying it triggers, but that has always been my um. I always felt like, especially living in Miami, if it was a lot more outgoing like that, I wouldn't yeah. be in the predicament that I was in. Or oh, for I am sure. In. And it's For like sure. everybody tells me, and it's like, yeah, but then I would be going, like, the few times that people, friends would actually take me out to places, I would have, like, the most miserable face and just, like, didn't want to be there. Because it's like, mm, it's you don't not like my it. thing. I don't yeah. like it. It's like the, the crowds, the the loud, no. Well, I think I think the thing is, like, with, with me, it's, it's not that I have, like, because there are some people that, you know, they're genuinely like they don't have any let's say like features that are sought after let's say um and like their physical appearance but they can still charm somebody and still you know yeah. uh through their conversational skills and i don't think i'm like that good or anything i think it's just that whenever i i'm in a circle that has like men in it like i know that i know which features like men usually go for but it's like uh -huh. if you place me in a circle around like women like i'm completely like i I'm useless and I can't do anything. And I, I haven't been true. able to like do anything. I you know, that's not true. You've told me stories on women too. So the way I'm like, which stories? <laughs> There's a couple. Well, yeah, it's like you haven't. I think it's like you're custom to men, and now you're learning uh, to be a whole with women. But you've told okay. me stories. You told me stories. Uh, you know, so, like in bathrooms and stuff, or oh. in back seats. <laughs> <laughs> TMI, Shit. maybe I'm calling you up, <laughs> but it's like, don't pretend. Again, you're like, you're okay, like, that's I'm true. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Like, it is. I have not I done do. anything in bathrooms or back seats. Wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> but it was like in a in a pipe. Okay, it's true. Like, in... <laughs> it's true, and I, I mean, okay. So I think, I think, like you said, like I, there's a part of me that's like unaware of it too, and I think that's part <laughs> of the charm. Like that's part of the charm. It's that like is the charm. Yeah, you know, like you're charming, but like you're unaware of it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, but then that means that, like, a lot of interactions just go over my head. Like, I never know when people like me. I never know until, like... you're like, definitely the vibe that, like, everybody's hooked up with. But, like, everybody's hooked up with you. But nobody knows they, they, that you've hooked up with everybody. They think yeah. you're just... They, they, they thought they were special. They were the only the one. one. Yeah, they yeah. Were, that's your vibe. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, you're, like... And there's nothing wrong with being a whore. <laughs> 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 I love saying that, but um, uh, and I'm not <laughs> putting you down for like that kind of. That's fine. Let's be honest. But 
it, you, you don't give off that vibe because you do have the dimples and the innocent mm-hmm. face. Yeah, and I just you look do, really you, sweet. And so. you're a good Linus. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, there's usually a connotation with people who's that they you're a good listener and you tend to care about what the other people are talking about. And mm-hmm. yes, you're really good. Like you're a good friend and stuff like that. And it's like good mm-hmm. friends don't like eat pussy. They don't. Oh my god! Too nice. Yeah, just she's like, just here to nice listen. Yeah, to get to that pussy. <laughs> I'm not saying that like you're doing it, but that's the whole thing. I like, With you that, do both. You yeah. do both. Yeah. And I think, and I think um, that is something that's like very. It's either it's it's very attractive to people or people don't trust it. Like, yeah. um, I remember like, I met some people. Yeah, I, I met say, this like, one there's... dude like briefly. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole time I was talking to him, like, he was, like, I was telling, because people will ask me questions and I'll answer very honestly. Like, I'll say yeah. whatever is, like, on my mind and, like, whatever I'm thinking or whatever is, you know, the the actual answer to whatever question. Like, regardless of, like, whether I've met the person or they're, like, a long-term friend. And then I was telling him, like, my answers and he was, like, I don't know if I can trust you. And I'm, like, why? Like, why not? I don't know. I have no, like, and that's the thing. Like, I think it's either some people, like, respond with, like, ooh, like, this is refreshing or this is nice or, like they appreciate it and then there are some other people that are like that are like mm, like i don't know if i can trust it or um yeah but i think it's like that idea that because you're honest and you tell it like it is and you're you got a whole face or you're, you're a little <laughs> bit of a hole uh and i think looking back at the questions it's like that's very typical like straight mentality like they have this yeah. weird juxtaposition you can't be a nice person and how while being yeah 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 and it's, it's like it's the thing or. is yeah which is very um pushed upon due to religion and the patriarchy and like mm-hmm. just, that's just and, you the know, mentality. and i think that's also like how people view like women in general like i forget what the terms are but it's like one of them is like you know you see the woman and she's like pure and like stuff like that and then there's like the other side the, where she's I like forget, promiscuous it's the the I forget the the Madonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, yeah, virgin, the Madonna, um, yeah. Ho- Madonna whore. But something no, I don't know. Something like that. I don't know, but you you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let me like look it up. Something like, like the that. Madonna. I'll Google it. You keep talking. <laughs> so yeah, people don't really expect it, and that's just my vibe. People also underestimate me a lot, like because I have like a sweet face. I think I kind of look maybe dumb or like maybe naive. Yeah. So people, I could say like <laughs> you do look naive. I could say that. Yeah. So people like underestimate me a lot or just don't expect that I that I can do stuff, I guess. Question mark. So that's my vibe. That's surprise vibe. Um so yeah. Uh what was that? Like? The Madonna Whore Complex, which is mm-hmm. like Isn't that what it is? Um because it's like the, it's what's is it? Is the this is from Wikipedia. Inability mm-hmm. to maintain sexual arousals within a committed loving relationship. Oh, it's a Freudian thing. Oh, uh, well. Oh, uh, that's why. Because uh, there's the complex that they either a prostitute or a Madonna, yeah. which is like mm-hmm. the Virgin Mary. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's the Madonna whore. Con- like they, you either are the Virgin Mary mm-hmm. or Mary Magdalene, the whore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which in some, Mary Magdalene was in a whore in some translations, but whatever. <laughs> Um, but that's the whole point like that it's that that christian it's a very christian idea that you can't be a good person Mm -hmm. like a genuinely good person who listens Mm -hmm. and is a good friend like you are and Mm -hmm. be 
Asla. <laughs> um, and that's like, and like, that's kind of like the, um, the isolation of being queer because it's like that complex. And that's a lot of people, what LGBT people do period with their sexuality mm. is like, I could do both to break this kind of mold, but then they kind of get typecasted into one. You mm. either be, you gay men are typecasted or promiscuous, yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently you got typecasted as like the Madonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I true. think. Like, mm-hmm. I was gonna say like, so you'd be surprised when like people figure out that I'm gay, that they think I'm promiscuous. And I'm like, I wish. Mm. <laughs> and that's the thing like when i when i walk into a room like i i can tell people like are not like it's so the thing is like when you're usually when you walk into a room as like that kind of like not the madonna but kind of like i guess that whore like you elicit mm-hmm. certain reactions from men where it's like ooh, like desirability <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then for women like it's it kind of kicks in like their competitiveness and i'm not saying that this is like you know it applies for like, every single woman or like every single guy but like that's the general feel of it um and a lot of times like when i'm around women like women don't give off that competitive vibe like with me or or not trying to do that and <clears throat> there are actually a lot of days where like i'll realize that so let's say like i'll wear something or i'll present in a certain way or like i'll do my hair in a specific way and then I'll talk to like a woman or like somebody who's like, you know, like a woman in my class or something like that. Yeah. They'll give me like a, like kind of like a backhanded compliment or like something that's like, what? yeah, it'll be like simultaneously a dig, but it's not really, but it's, it's not really like, it's kind of like a nice remark, but it's not really a nice remark or like, I, I, but like, I don't, I, I don't want to be like, what's an example, but if you don't want to give an example, then I don't have I haven't been in a classroom with like mm. a lot of people in a while, so it hasn't happened in a while. But that is something that like I've noticed where it's like, uh, you know, they'll make a was remark. It straight or something. women. I I mean I don't know. Straight Probably. presenting. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and then guys will have like you know the reaction of like wanting to talk to you for like no reason or like interrupting you while you're doing something or like talking to you. But it's like a lot of times like in my in my day-to-day like that doesn't happen at all um like those kinds of reactions does, doesn't happen at all and i know that i blend in in the background and that's kind of what i want like i don't want anybody around me to feel like competitive or like to go out of their way to like i don't know like i guess i guess like in my day-to-day appearance like i don't want to elicit any kind of reaction from somebody so i'm okay with uh-huh. like blending in yeah. um because it's it's exhausting to like elicit reactions from people um and for them to like talk to you <laughs> so yeah it's like when they have to have like say something like leave me alone <laughs> yeah yeah um basically though uh, so yeah i get that uh but that also goes into like this other topic that you put like uh mm-hmm. when you don't look queer but you're so gay mm. <laughs> which is like kind of like the um, the idea of like okay i'm amongst the straights and i don't want to be bothered but i can't be because i'm with the straights and because i am a girl presenting that does not help because it's like it's yeah because that's exactly what it is it's like you may not want to assume that there's straight people that is very straight behavior that guys just want to talk to you for no reason and women 
kind of like view you as competition, which is so. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, like all of it, I just, I don't like to. And this isn't me being like, oh, I'm like a different girl and like, um, I don't participate in that kind of stuff. It's not that. I'm, I'm just genuinely tired. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. Like I, a lot of times, like I don't. I just don't want people to talk to me. So <laughs> yeah, I get that too. Like sometimes yeah. I just don't want to deal with the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I get you. Uh, but it's very different when you're like, because it's like the the two sides of the coin of like you get bothered when you're a girl in straight circles. Uh, well, only like I said, like only sometimes for me, like sometimes. only sometimes. Um, is, do, and, you, do you know when it's like when you like what's the difference when you do and when you don't get bothered or people um, or, or straight women usually, throwing low digs at you? It usually has to do with like my appearance in some way. Like I remember when I when I was younger and I would like you know have my hair straightened or mm. I would actually wear skirts or like dresses or like I would dress up and stuff like that. Like that's when it mostly happened. Nowadays, like I wear oh, wow. dickies like industrial pants like i it's like part of me is like (laughs) of course it's like when you presented more stereotypically like eurocentric feminine of um, course yeah and it was like oh girl and yeah yeah (sighs) but of course when you started diverging from that uh with men especially gay men it's like the opposite Mm -hmm. because it's like when we yeah when you participate because of course when a guy presents himself more feminine then mm-hmm. people start harassing him. Or, right. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what I would... Like, sometimes I would just try to wear the boringish clothes because it's, like, mm. in a classrooms, in engineering classrooms with, like, 60 or oh, 70 I know. straight men. And everybody's wearing, like, a gray or black t-shirt and you show up Sometimes with, like, you just want to wear a gray and black t-shirt so you don't get annoyed. Because yep. if you wear a rainbow something, at the very yeah. least, going to get asked questions. And you're just like, yeah. I'm not going to ask you about your identity. Yeah. Greg? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. I I Greg. <laughs> yeah, I I get that. Or I I uh, can I can understand that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I mean, um, yeah. No, continue. No, the the I think the last time, okay, so I remember when like um high-waisted like mom jeans started being in style for women. So, I bought these black high-waisted jeans from like I think like Goodwill or something like that. Um, and they were black and they had these, you know, they, they were fading. So the black was like fading. So it looked like it wasn't super form fitting and it was just like, you know, uh, just loose jeans that didn't look like they were straight off the rack in some store or something like that. And they were nice and they were loose and I wore them a lot. And, um, in community school, when I was in that Haitian circle of friends, a lot of times, like there were a lot of people that like would pull me aside and they would be like, I don't understand the pants that you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. I kid you not. And I would be like, I, I would like, be like, I don't, I, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say about what the that. I'm what wearing. is that is supposed to be? What is that? Like, what are you listening? It's like, they confuse me. Why? <laughs> like, what is confusing about No, pants? literally. <laughs> literally. And then they were like, like, why are you wearing that? Was and it I men or like, women? There... Um, men. Of course, men. I don't of know. Course. But the thing is, like, it's, um, you, you know, work? being hyper aware of like your standing within like social circles, it's like 
if you're dressing so in that circle like there was already like there was a group of guys and there was a group of girls and for me getting introduced to that group it was like i knew that because i didn't so i i tend to dress like a little bit more like alternative but it was like a light alternative at the time it was still like yeah. you know palatable for, for like straight palatable. circles not like yeah. palatable it's just under the radar like they didn't yeah. register it's like, it's like it's oh. subtle it's like yeah, subtle like, it's like oh like uh, she's she's kind of different um yeah, and like, i could tell she, that like by the way the guys treated me like they set me apart from the group of women because I didn't dress like them or because I didn't present like them. But then at the same time, like whenever I went too far off, like people would be like, why are you wearing those pants? And why are you doing that? And like, um, like I remember, um, and I think I told this story before, but like, you know, my first boyfriend was part of that group. And there was one time like I was wearing these black leggings and I was wearing like a button down like shirt that was still kind of like form fitting, but it was a button down anyways. And then he saw me and then he was like, he was like, I don't like, I don't get why you're always um, trying to dress like a guy. And it's like, it's, <laughs> and it's like, it's stuff like that where I was, I was sitting there and I was like wearing form fitting leggings. And I'm like, what the, like, I'm like, what am I supposed to be wearing? Like a skirt or like a dress yeah, like, all the time? You're every supposed day. to be wearing stereotypically feminine clothing amongst the straight men for their, uh, and because be cold every then. single class that I go to, like, okay, no. Like, yeah, I'm not no, like, that. that's just, like, if you diverge from it, they're going to bring it up. And if you participate mm -hmm. in it, they're going to bring it up. Mm -hmm. um, it's so fucking annoying. Like, I remember yeah. when I would, and sometimes it's, like, not even, like, clothes and stuff like that. I am very flamboyant with my gestures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I used to have, before, um, before that my hair decided it hated me and ran away, uh, I used to have long flowing hair and I would get so much shit talk behind my back and to my face about like, Dang. what's up with you? <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like, why is your hair so long? And it's like, like because it, it grows. Because it happens. <laughs> it's like, and now it's like, I would say to them because I have hair. <laughs> it's pretty. Um, yeah. And it, sometimes it's like, I'm very like with the hands and stuff like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. would, I would sometimes get in like works and stuff like that. Like the comments is like, are you? And it wouldn't be like a gay man asking. It would be straight people yeah. just like side eyeing me. It's like, yeah, and like judging you and yeah, probably like, praying. And for I would, you of course, it just, when I like the older I got, the more I was like, yes, yes, I am. Are you? And they would be like, no, no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, mm hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah 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 it's just this like and i guess that's the point of like this podcast it's like we're very used to, i'm very used to like straight circles and how mm -hmm. like it always seems as like you're an other in their group mm -hmm. uh and you're always like you're the spicy like, you're the spicy um add -on. like you're the little bit of cinnamon here or something like that yeah uh but it, that's the thing you know what was you know what was interesting like at least to me, it kind of seemed like in our circle and like in university, it kind of split yeah. off. You know, like in eventually, in, like it split it off. No, but still, like even when we were all together, like I felt like you know straight people had a tendency to hang out with like the other straight people, straight, and then yeah. and then there was like one one guy who was like pretty, you know, would kind of make his rounds with like everybody, and then. And then I think, like, for me, it was just I was hanging out with 
one woman and then yes you and then like the other the other gay guy and then yeah. my boyfriend at the time not even <laughs> um and it did seem like that it was like the i'm not saying like the straights stuck to themselves in our even in our friend group which had like a decent amount of lgbt mm-hmm. but uh they had like stronger connections i think with I, I'm mm, stronger connections. Mm. They had, they just sat next to each other more often. Okay, okay, okay. Because I don't think yeah. any of them really talk to each other anymore. True, true, so, true. Fair enough. Um, that's yeah. just, just the nature of the thing. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm not <sighs> knocking them. You know, I enjoyed that time. I enjoyed all of them. I thought they were mm-hmm. my good friends. I. And I loved them, but mm-hmm. it's also like, but looking back on it, it's like <laughs> they thought they thought what I was like, girl. I'm not, I could see like this bullshit from like over, from over here. Like you guys are just just forming your own cliques, not including the gays. Yeah, not even like consciously. They just did that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's and that's it, another thing. Like straight like people very... don't consciously do that. They just know it's like. When they're around, I don't know if it's like we're around gay people. It's like I feel a little uncomfortable. And it's like being social dynamics. I gotta, maybe it's like social maybe. dynamics. Like it's like it's like when you um when you do something that like sets you apart. Like in somebody's head, like they're like they're like you don't blend in anymore. Like you're the individual, or like you're mm-hmm. something that's like different. And whether that's a good thing or a bad thing is for them to to decide or to add their connotations to. But yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's funny because like what's interesting so I I keep hearing this but like um I've seen people like on Twitter say that like um straight people don't know when people are gay but they, they still but they still do that differentiation and I guess that's just like part of like social dynamics. That's the whole Rather thing. Than, like, I think sexuality. they know that they're something different. Different. Like they said they, but they, they can't they, quite different. put like their finger on it. Yeah. They can never put because it's like it, there's always like whenever I talk to straight people about this kind of yeah. stuff uh-huh. there's always like this energy like they never thought about it. Like it's never crossed their mm. mind the possibility and it almost seems almost novel that it's like <laughs> you would even bring it up it's like yes my existence is novel to you isn't it? That's the mm. point of I want to point, but it it mm-hmm. does, it is true. It's like when you are so accustomed to the standard, if mm-hmm, you're so mm-hmm. used to water being wet, do you realize mm-hmm. you're in the water? You know? Yeah. You know? Can they really tell the difference? And then mm-hmm, you realize mm-hmm. it's like I'm not really meant to be in the water. It's like what? Get crazy? Yeah. No. Are you sure? <laughs> Just like, how do you phase. know? How do you know? It's like, girl, I can't breathe. Oh my god, which <laughs> I remember like. <laughs> I, I told this one guy, um, and then Ooh. he was like, oh, how do you know you like women? And I'm like, how do you know you like women? Yeah, they never even ask that question. And it's like, they they ask us that question. It's like, how do you even know yeah. that you like guys? It's like, how do you? It's like, how like, do you I always, know? Like, before like, you've even dated somebody, like, how did you know that you liked a girl? That's it. And they, the never, they never even, like, that never crosses their mind. And it's yeah. like, it just happens, you know? Yeah. People it's, are attracted to different yeah. And it's like, that's the whole point. It's like, it was never challenged for them. Mm-hmm, and since mm-hmm. we live in society where it's normalized, like kids shows, you how dare you hold, have like in kids shows, like two kids that have the same sex hold hands, but they can yeah. kiss each other and talk about they want to get married to each other if they're opposite jet set genders. 
Yeah, and, could, like, and people encourage that too. They do encourage it. You you put like a boy in it, like how annoying in Hispanic circles and stuff like that. If like a mm -hmm. baby boy and a baby girl is like, oh, they're gonna be husband and wife, and like, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> why are you matchmaking these babies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I very... hate it when they like assume mm -hmm. everything. That's like gender mm -hmm. reveal part. All that kind of like. Eh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they always talk about think about the children. It's like, what do you think? You're already thinking about your baby having a baby. Shut up. Get out of here. That crap. <laughs> Straight culture invading our circles. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's true. That, it's and true. That's very, they don't yeah. understand. Like, when we bring it up, when it comes to like kid show or like with just bringing it in front of like toddlers and something, it's like, don't bring this. Like, what the. Girl, but you want her to kiss like Ken and Barbie to kiss, but it's like Ken, Barbie can't kiss the other Barbies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, like whenever it's you know queer topics or like queer couples, like it's always overly sexual and like bad and like. I think that know, also goes back sinful. to like the Madonna whore concept. It's like gay yeah. LGBT are different, like the whore. So they're not considered. They must good. be bad. Yeah. They must be bad. It's like black and white. Mm -hmm. Like, girl, it's a yeah. fucking rainbow. Look at the fucking flag. Yeah, and you know, like I think <laughs> a lot of times, like people lump in like a lot of the 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 like the bad sins, quote unquote. That like, you know, like people lump that in with like LG like LGBTQ like people. So it's like they just demonize yeah. them basically. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like all those like, gays. The gluttony like, they eat so much. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like you know, they're cheaters. They the cheaters. They, suck, they litter like. They just mm. <laughs> I, I, I mean, ruining the some, world. They just true. They like to like. I know like some like grandmas or like friends of grandmas who always have like these weird like don't trust those lesbians or something like and some weird ass thing like they'll yeah. steal your it's china. Like, they'll give you. They'll give you drugs. <laughs> something like that. And I'm like, yeah. Which lesbian are we talking about? <laughs> so I could get her drugs. <laughs> it's like, Grandma, you sound like you've been scorned in no, the past. What lesbian do you know? <laughs> yeah, no, like there's like these weird specific things with like old yeah, people. Yeah, I'm like, who like, double crossed you? <laughs> that it's like, they'll say like, don't trust little gay people. And then the weirdest thing. I was like, with the grandparents or like my friend's grandparents. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's more to this, but since she's already has. Um, dementia, we're not gonna find it. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, okay. So let's let's do a pivot now. Let's have it. Since let's we've talked it. about straight culture of the lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, I could go more in it and how, because that's like my pet peeve when it comes to like straight people specifically, is like mm -hmm. don't bring up any LGBT stuff near kids. And I'm yeah. like, God forbid your kids turns out. I like that yeah. pisses me off. But yeah. We could probably do we're doing a whole episode on parenting. We could pivot that yeah. to that one. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so now our pivot is going to be about how straight culture is a bitch, but you and I still need to have human connections. What yeah. now? Uh, so we've been trying dating apps. Oh my god. And <laughs> <laughs> instant trigger. <laughs> it's the trigger. Dating apps are so bad, like, I'm this close of calling my ex. Like, I deleted his number, but I'm like, you have his number, right? The way I'm like, <laughs> let me know if you want it. Girl, we'll talk after. But <laughs> but it's like, uh, dating. 
What is the first? Are yeah. dating apps homophobic? Yes. Yes. Most of these apps are designed by straight people anyways. True. That's and a good point. They are. And mm-hmm. I know, like, um, Grindr has um, outed gay people in homophobic countries and stuff like that. Uh, and wow. Yeah. A lot of the algorithms and a lot of the design method is always designed over the concept of a boy, of a man and a woman. Mm. So it's like, it's mm. not really well designed when it mm-hmm. comes to... Um, and I think, so So I had like one one thought, which is kind of like yes. a... Um, but I think... Okay, I do think that like women or like people that are raised as like women are... Uh-huh raised to be more how do you say sociable and i guess just like in life mm-hmm. so and i think it's easier for people raised as women to navigate social situations as in and not in a way where it's like it's easier but like they know all the tricks where it's like okay somebody said something that you don't agree with but that's not the moment for you to be like well greg i don't exactly agree with your opinion and blah blah, blah. like you know um and they they know the the dyma- the dynamics of like being likable versus like saying mm-hmm. everything that's on your mind or performing in a certain way to like be accepted in a certain group or like um, in a certain situation and stuff like that. Which so basically they know how to be likable. And yeah. I wonder if the true issue because this is the thing like when I go so I I use the app like Lex which is the one where like you write the messages and it doesn't have any it's pictures like, and it stuff. comes across of like um craigslist a little yeah a, a bit but then yeah. very like uh you know like when people used to put um ads on like the newspaper for for yeah things. Or, like, it kind of gives yeah. me that vibe too yeah um and i use that and like i've talked to like a few people like on there more it's been better than like any other dating app that i've tried before but i think <sighs> I think the the point that I I'm trying to make, like, I wonder if it's because like people raises women are just usually better at being likable in a in in a certain situation, and understand like the value of like doing things that aren't like sexual, let's say, with like somebody else. So it's like you know, art club, book club, you know, gardening club, like things that like that, where it's, like they socialize me. with other people. Didn't did so I, I wonder? Maybe you- that's the issue. Didn't I, didn't I send you like a TikTok or something that was along that? Like men are socialized to get yeah. fulfillment through sex and women mm-hmm, are socialized mm-hmm. to get fulfillment through emotional. Through emotional, yeah. Yeah. So and, and I think women of, are really good at that. And like people raise yeah, women like, are like really good at that. Um and I and mean not most, to say that like men aren't good at like having sex, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, I think it's that's because, interesting because yeah. those those apps are supposed to be like for socializing, but like, it, I mean, I guess it makes sense socializing, quote unquote. But it's like you know, for the most successful apps for like men, they're mostly for for having sex, and uh-huh. then for women or like people raises women, like it's like for you know, you want to find somebody to join your poetry club or, like, somebody to make a playlist for. <laughs> to or make a knitting to, like... circle or something. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm I'm so serious. Um, it is. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it is that socialization that it's, like, women, yeah. even if they're, like, m- 
they're just raised to be more emotionally um, literate or emotionally, you know, able yeah. to like, navigate that whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. Uh, while men are always like, like the most of that, like guys are taught us like how to build and fix and do action, but they're never taught about like expressing themselves and go through emotion and stuff like that. And again, mm-hmm. that goes back to like, the only thing that is like pushed upon boys when it comes to relationship, especially um, with um, social interactions and peer pressure and shit like that, is sex. Like that's mm. the main goal. Like, like that's where they just, can like, be like themselves. Yeah, that's like you can yeah. be yourself in sex, and it's like that's where you get that emotional connection, which is like mm. that's bullshit because it's like is you it, don't need to stick your dick somewhere to get an emotional connection. Okay, this is where I'm gonna play devil's advocate, right? Okay. Because if, so if I see a guy and then I'm like, okay, the only way for me to connect to you is to know whatever's going on, like with your emotions, isn't it? Because there is something about like, you have like emotional compatibility or like mental compatibility where you can talk and like connect and, you know, I can tell you something and you understand what I'm saying. And like, you can say something and I understand what you're saying, but there's also something to be said about like physical compatibility. Right. So then I think like for for men and like people that were that are raised as men like there's such a big emphasis on that that like on their side like you know that whole rhetoric with like where like men men are like oh i can't like i um i can't wait until marriage to have sex like i have to i have to try it out like i have to test it out or blah blah blah. i'm not saying that like that's defendable but i understand what the logic behind it could be if the whole time like let's say you've lived like as a person who's like a guy like you've you've been living for like 20 25 years 30 years and like the only way that you think that you can connect to somebody is through sex i can see why you wouldn't want to wait because like that's Uh kind of like like i wouldn't want to wait until marriage to to have an emotional conversation with somebody because like i would be like i don't know who i'm marrying i don't know who this person is i don't know if we're compatible so Uh i I don't want to be like, oh, you know, give men like more grace. But if that really is the thought process behind it, like I can not to say that I'm going to participate in it or like entertain it because I, I don't um, I personally don't think that I can like that's not my way of connecting to people. Yeah, but I can kind of empathize. Yeah, I, I kind. OK, so. My qualm about that whole thing is like I think the mm-hmm. whole system is dumb. That's my, right because I mean, it's of like course. well, they. I feel like hell. I like to think of it in a tarot kind of sense that there is mm-hmm. physical, emotional, mm-hmm. mental, and even mm-hmm. like uh, spiritual, like spiritual and occupational. That's mm-hmm. another aspect. Okay. The pentacles. So I almost feel oh, like yeah. you have to. We when they do with men and stuff like that, they always like it's all about like. Uh, physical and like mm-hmm. uh, sometimes occupational, like or something. But mm-hmm, usually mm-hmm. you're supposed to be the writer. But it's like they're the way that true balance is. Is like all of them have to be at least like compatible to some degree, right? Christian. Well, they just say like, no, you just need good sex, and with women, it's like you just need a good connection. Like, no, yeah. there's more to that. That's the whole yeah. thing. It's like that's why because it's like it seems all antiquated to me. Uh, all mm-hmm. these concepts of relationships and i think that's why more like um like polyamory and all that stuff is coming in the rise now sure. because it's like it's trying to break these molds i, I personally don't think i could do polyamory but i understand why it's becoming more prevalent mm-hmm. and it's the idea like these roles are been very pushed because of like you know 
Christianity and other religious factors or to like mm-hmm. fulfill like the like for an economical reason, like you need mm-hmm, to have mm-hmm. like that family suit for tax purposes or whatever, you know, all that kind of stuff. You, like mm-hmm. the powers they be want people to populate more so that mm-hmm. we live in a society capitalism. <laughs> Um, I love that society. So they want to push it. Like if you really were to find somebody that connects with you in so many different levels, it could take fucking forever. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Which, then and, just and that's settle the thing. for less. <laughs> that well, that's the, the thing vibe. because, um, and I think an, another aspect that um, I see a lot about like polyamory is that like a lot of people will talk about like the different needs that like, you know, they need fulfilled that like people can, can do for them. So um, it's kind of like, you know, let's say in this theoretical example, like I'm a guy and I've been socialized like as a guy. And the only way that is comfortable for me to uh, relate to somebody is through like the physical. Um, yeah. And let's say like the person that I'm connecting to the physical still has like emotional needs. So in that particular like circumstance, they're in that polyamory like sense, like they would be free to reach out to anybody else who can fulfill that emotional need. Or like maybe they just want another physical like need like met or something like that, and and it and that's the thing like I think my perspective is that like to have like a whole like a well rounded I guess a connection with like a romantic partner you would you would have to have all of those like aspects like met, but I mean, we're not socialized yeah. to meet all of those aspects. Like me as a person who's um, socialized as a woman, not I'm not necessarily super um like i'm not necessarily really able to understand like what is the the need and like a physical connection you know even if Mm. i like enjoy it but it's not it's never going to be to like the level of like somebody who's socialized as a guy so we're just we're not socialized to hit all of those marks for somebody else because we're socialized to like focus on one thing you know um yeah I understand that. So, as like, I personally feel like I get emotionally fulfilled with all the relationships I have, but I'm mm-hmm. physically starved. I do right. like that's the one thing I really want. Yeah. Which do also you know, feel? Like, which yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. So my question was going to be like, do you feel that um, is it just like a physical need or like a sexual need? Because I feel like those those are like different. Both? Like. I don't know. <laughs> Because, like, a physical need would be, like, you know, somebody holding you, somebody giving you a hug, and it doesn't have to be, like, a partner, right? So I remember, like, there was a time where um, both. when I was living it with, needs with to be my... Both. Now that I think it about it, because I, I could get the hugs and the kisses from family and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. But there is this, there's a, like, I am socialized as a man, and there's just a weird connection. Yeah. That, that I, even I don't get it, but it's, like, there is a weird connection you have when you're connecting with somebody physically, and genuinely mm-hmm. connecting, not just there to get off, but just to you know, whatever. Mm, and that's that's interesting. Um, because I think I think on the woman like side of things, like women are always like, Oh, you have to wait. Um, like the the way to like engage a guy is to make him wait for like that sexual component. Or uh, you have to be careful like how soon you give it up, or like that's like your one power, right? That's that's a, like that's a lot of like what is it called? That's um and that's another reason why the straights hate the horror in these kind of situations because there is this weird dynamic that men believe that women have the sexual con- like the the thing that they desire the most sex mm-hmm. uh in 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 society and that 
women kind of just hate the whore because they're giving out the only power they have over men, quote unquote. Mm. That's kind of like that. Just like you giving it away for free means that my power over the you situation know what this sounds like? is limited. This crazy? literally sounds like crazy a big <laughs> <laughs> like crazy straight people shit that they don't think about, but they do it. What the fuck? But yeah, continue. <laughs> yes. No, I was gonna say like it literally sounds like you know like a a company like a big company that hates like the small company that like sells the same product but like for a better mm-hmm. price and higher quality. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what it sounds it, like. Yes. Um. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting because I mean I don't. I don't know. Um, I think again, like I, it's not to say like even though I empathize, like I'm gonna go and like participate in like that kind of like uh, connection, like with a guy or anything like that. But I, I can empathize with it because it's like if let's say on like the men's side of things, like the rhetoric for men was like, ooh, like when they're dating women, like they can't you can't, um, you have to withhold emotional connection because that's how you really get her engaged. And like, that's how you like prolong the relationship. And that's how you get like control and blah, blah, blah. Like, I would be like, what yeah. the fuck? I'm just going to find somebody else who can do it. Um, yeah. Wow. You know, it, and but it's also like that kind of like, those like cringy guys on TikTok and stuff that they give bad dating advice is kind of like, that's what they say. You yeah, it like, has to be ethical. Lord. Like all of this, all of this has to be ethical. Like that whole thing where it's like the guys on TikTok it's like, that, like, gives, like the- shitty um, advice to like get, mm-hmm. like take advantage of women or like trick them. Like, no. That's the whole point with all these dynamics, especially caused by the straight, the straights, the straights. Mm-hmm. The straights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, is because it's like, there's this weird, like, I need to covet it or I need to have it and I have to keep it. It's like this weird kind of dynamic that they all kind of, because of like this weird parenting thing or whatever society says is like, this is important for men. This is important for women. And we have to keep our balls to ourselves and sure when we want to. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of like frustrating. It's super mm-hmm. frustrating and it bleeds into LGBT culture, even though LGBT culture fundamentally is trying to break all that shit. Trying mm-hmm. to like, that's why like, Circles are just like sleep with whoever you want, do whatever you want, as long as you do it in ethical ways and yeah. stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's very uh, true. And it's true, but even then, it's like it's frustrating on both sides because it's like I understand why like lots of circles try to break away from those mold, but then it's like there's sometimes when you break away too far from the mold and you get to a different extreme. And I'm talking about grinder, and that place sucks. <laughs> Yeah, the stuff, the stories I've heard of Grinder, like I, I don't even, I don't ever want to come close to Grinder ever. I mean, not no, that I would, no. because I don't have a reason to. No, but yeah. um, because I, I think it's because it's like a lot of like gay men culture specifically has always been that idea that since men are only able to connect, quote unquote, like again, these are just like ideas through I mean, sex and but- stuff like that. Like a man, a gay I'm- man can easily get married to a woman and have a kid and still be so unfulfilled and like there's been so many examples of that through history and stuff like that uh that and then they mm. can still get their fulfillment and their love of their life is usually like the guy at the bar that they hook up every month or something mm. um mm-hmm. and it's like i mean a very, yeah <clears throat> sorry sorry to interrupt yeah um i think my question was going to be do you what would what would be like the highest way of you to connect to somebody like the highest way for me to connect like yeah me personally 
Yeah, let's say you you had to rank like just having sex, maybe like no minimal or like no talking. Or oh, no, I can't do that. Um, Me not talk. Minimal. No. Minimal. Mm-mm. Or like it's kind of like that euphoric talking. Like it's not really like talking Ooh, from your brain. It's like, like talking from Yeah, like... <laughs> I like that. I okay, do so that. that. Okay, kind of... TMI for me, but I do do that. <laughs> like with my last partner, it's like he would tell you, it's like, you said this. And I'm like, fuck, I did. And I'd be like, did I? <laughs> <laughs> did I? I'm that kind it's of It's like, person. or so you say. I don't remember saying I, that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to gaslight them. They said I said it. I said oh, okay. It. <laughs> um, um but um or like you know a a deep like uh reminiscent of like therapy connection where you're like you're talking that's what i have with (laughs) you like no (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying that your our connection isn't deep it's incredibly like girl fuck but is it fulfilling yeah Uh, is it like the highest like no no but then again i feel like i don't think i could it's not like i don't that's the whole point. And I think that comes in, maybe there is like a sense of polyamory in this situation. Like emotional fulfillment comes from family and like friends, but physical fulfillment. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, you could do that whole like idea, like having a partner, like I'm not going to sleep with multiple people at the same time. It's like, that's too much energy. <laughs> yeah. But, but I understand the idea, like your partner, if you're going to stay monogamous, isn't mm-hmm. going to be the person that's going to fulfill all that kind of shit. I think a lot of people like when, um, people mentioned polyamory like people are like oh my god i could never date like multiple people and like that's too many things to like you know uh handle but then like people will handle like communication with like multiple family members and multiple yeah. friends and like multiple groups and like multiple social dynamics and like i get that like it's daunting to add like an extra dynamic on top of it um and mm-hmm. i'm and this isn't me like trying to convince anybody like if you're like yeah. anonymous to be like polyamorous or anything like that but it's like we do it all the time like that whole juggling between like or handling social situations between like different types of people we do that all the time yeah Um, it's true it's just like when men deal with sex they get stupid about it and (laughs) that's all i won't deny that a relationship developing and then it gets physical between men and it always gets it they gets dumb so do i i admit to it too it's like i get the the um, the neediness comes out you know Mm. which kind of ruins the relationship um and it's like i'm i personally don't think if i had more opportunities with multiple partners instead of like the the barren wasteland that i live right now i still don't think i would do polyamory simply because Mm -hmm. it's like i don't need i mean I, i don't know Cause I'm the kind of person like when I am with somebody, I am mm-hmm. with that person, and I like with my and whole that's, chest. That's the like, thing. Nobody like, else. I, with, nobody else even finds I find sexual. Like not even porn. It's weird. Yeah. But, I like, I tend to be very like my brain switches to like this insular kind of like mode where like mostly what I'm thinking about is them and kind of a yeah. lot of things like in relation to them. Like mm-hmm. it it never it doesn't really occur to me like oh, this other person over... Like, that usually happens when I'm, like, dissatisfied with a relationship or I'm getting yeah. to the point where I kind of want to break up with the person. Yeah. That's when I, like, I'm I'm out of that insulated kind of period or mode. So, interesting. Yeah. And, uh... It is kind of like that. I don't want to say, like... But then again, I understand, like, the LGBT likes to push, like 
non-normative uh, relationships and stuff like that simply because it's like we're breaking heteronormative things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's the whole definition and, of being queer, right? Yeah. Um, but sometimes I feel like... Okay, let me see what's my opinion about the thing. At least when it comes to gay men, mm-hmm. and it does feel like it stems back like because it comes across, it's like sometimes when I'm on TikTok, uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll occasionally get like one of those kind of back and forth, like somebody responding to another video, another video, and usually it's about mm-hmm. like how one person considers like the gay community only promiscuous, and that's all that matters. And then other people mm-hmm. say like, no, that's wrong. And I'm always wondering, it's like, but there is like a a connotation with the gay man community that. It is like promiscuity is rampant. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say rampant mm-hmm. because it makes it sound like a problem, but it does seem it's intrinsic. Uh, like it's part it's of the in, culture. It's yeah, it is in, ubiquitous and intrinsic in the culture of like promiscuity to its detriment. Mm. Um, it, that's what I like. Grind like everybody has <laughs> a fucking grinder story of how like. They just completely meet a stranger and then have sex with them in the back of a Wendy's or something crazy like that. Like every like you go down like gay TikTok, they all have that kind of story that they just share. And it's like my as like I was literally on Grinder for five minutes, and I tell you this all the time because it's fucking funny. Like mm-hmm. before I oh, even yeah. put my name, I got messages, and it's like the name is like somebody apparently not that far from me was called Come Stump Come Dumpster sixty nine. <laughs> that like, it's like that username gives me the heebie-jeebies. It, it is like that is like the vibe of it, and it's like it, it is very uh, and it's like it doesn't even seem like oh sex crave. It seems like dangerous. To mm, me. Mm-hmm, and what mm-hmm. I don't get is like why is it so both ubiquitous and it's like it comes across back in the day of like. Uh, the bathhouses in the seventies or something like that, or eighties mm-hmm. or whatever, where this mm-hmm. this like the only way they could have an interaction with a man was mm-hmm. anonymous, uh, mm-hmm. and that still is permeating to here when it's twenty twenty one, and it's like mm-hmm. we fought for gay rights and being out in public, but mm-hmm. those are still mm-hmm. very prominent. Like literally, Grinder mm-hmm. has no pictures unless you ask for them. Nobody puts a picture on their profile. No, it was all just like me or like bottom in their age it's it was like very gross to me which kind of mm. permeates to other dating apps which feature gay men because they kind of carry over like they'll say like tinder for straight people's crazy but like tinder's tame but even then they're still carrying over like no, the like... bullshit that they had in grinder to tinder that they have to put a picture now <laughs> it's <laughs> it isn't that, isn't that funny? Because like I didn't know that Grinder didn't have any photos. You don't have so, to. You don't have to. Okay. Like literally, so it's just like faceless. Come dumpster sixty nine didn't have a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, once I found that within five minutes, it's like I'm afraid that my phone is gonna get a so virus. So how's the something. mechanism? Like, do you swipe for people? No, no, no. It's like, um, how did it go? You can message anybody. It's gross as fuck. That's very I personally weird, don't want to even it like. It reminds me of Lex, but what's no, funny? No, no, no. So it, what it <laughs> it's is, not like is that. Like, it's like 
Uh, there's a couple of other dating apps that are like that. Is it Plenty of Fish or something like that? That it's just like a screen of all the users within oh, a five month. Like I think very I've seen something like that. Yeah, that they're very close to you, and then you like mm-hmm. could message whoever the fuck you want. Like that's just like I it's see. just like so you could contact somebody and the thing. But everybody either if either has a picture of like their chest or their abs or nothing at all. No mm. face pics. No, they, it's so anonymous. It's so gross. It's like. You know, yeah. it's the energy of like going into an alley, taking down your pants, and hoping somebody fucks you. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it's like, and everybody has a horror story from it. And it's like, oh, when I went to Grinder, and then there's this guy that was like something crazy, something always That's crazy so about funny, it. And what? I think- and the thing, mm-hmm. and I know I'm gonna like my Grinder tirade is like my concern about it is like, <laughs> and there's even like certain TikTokers and YouTubers like, get off a of Grinder. It's not good for you. It's horrible. Mm. And it's like. I would understand if Grindr was like a niche kind of aspect. It's like, oh, that's where- But like, it's so popular. It is so popular. If I understood it, it was like, you know, like a small percentage of people do it to just have anonymous sex. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Anonymous mm-hmm. sex is not for me, but it's for people. But it's like so ubiquitous. Like every, almost every gay man that I know besides me has it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Like, mm-hmm. isn't that creepy? Isn't it scary that people could know how far away from you they are? Because it tells you the distance, too, how far mm-hmm. away they are. I mean, does isn't it tell it... you, like, in miles? Or is yes. Like... Yeah, like, in... I mean, if it doesn't give you a direction, like... It did, like, know. they'll just say, like, oh, there's, like, somebody, like, 500 feet or something or 1,000 feet. No, 500 no. feet? No. <laughs> like, they, it gets that... Like, when I did it, it was, like, all the, all the people in my neighborhood, I guess. Which is, like, I live in a very Your Cuban neighborhood? Na- yeah, very Cuban conservative. I'm like, and I wanted to throw my throat because it was gross. <laughs> and I'm not slut shaming anybody, but it is so like Grinder is so creepy. I don't yeah. get it's ubiquity. I don't get it. It's like we're not living in the 1980s that this is the only way you can find a partner. Okay, um, how? Okay, so one of the questions that I had um, yes. was like, how much of that like identity of like game and culture with promiscuity is just a like a societal thing that has like you know emerged like from years to years and like generations to generations and like how much of it is actually realistic like is it like you know how like certain things will have like a connotation around it mm. so like if you look at like a, a ford car like it gives you like grandpa vibes but it's it but it's not grandpa vibes like ford is like one of the best like um you know auto automobile like manufacturers like uh currently right now you know and they're dominating like you know their market um but it gives you dad vibes or it gives you grandpa vibes um so how much of it is like vibe and how much of it is like accurate as in like um as in it's like do you feel that maybe not for you but do you feel like men like gay men in general like identify with that kind of culture or is it just something that like it just happens to be like that and I, it hasn't changed i think it's more like i don't think people I, like a lot of people just complain how horrible it is but i feel mm. like that's just the culture like it's like the how can i like explain it it's like using it just feels antiquated but i'm trying to say like using the same kind of software that the, your company, like your company, has the same software they've been using for twenty years. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of vibe. Like they just still so. Then do, do you it. feel do you do you feel like men, or do you feel like gay men, um, from what you've seen, like 
like yearn for that like deeper connection like what's the, what would be like your version as a gay guy like what would be like your version of like a deeper connection um like an actual relationship like yeah but what is that what does that entail like because an actual relationship because... like dating and no okay shit. okay but like <laughs> what is that like what i mean like what does that entail like because we were just talking and and we talk about like a lot of like emotional and like deep things, mm. but like that's not like your highest like relation like your that's not how you feel like close to somebody. Let's say like in a romantic sense, right? Mm-hmm. So that I'm, is true. I guess, that like, isn't how I see myself. Yeah, so um, I guess like and that's that's how I think women connect a lot of the times. Like a lot of like women or people that are raised as women, like um, it's like you know I'll meet a woman or like somebody who's like you know was raised as a woman, like we. We talk about like, like, oh my God, remember that one time I met up with somebody from like a dating app and then by the end of like the night, like I knew that, you know, I knew that they went to like therapy. I knew that they had ADHD. I knew where they moved from. I know the dynamic between them and their parents. Like I knew about like their dreams. I knew why they moved. <laughs> like, um, like, you know, their whole life story. Whole yeah, chart, their whole life story. All the and, houses and, and their locations. <laughs> and I, I literally, I knew her sun sign. I knew her rising sign. I knew her moon sign. Like, or their moon sign. Sorry, um, I just mi- misgendered them. But like no, their okay. um sun rising yeah. and moon sign. There. Um, that's funny. And I, and they knew the things, everything the same about things for you. me. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's date number one. Like that's. <laughs> Okay, let me think. What would be this? Like, I think it's like because I'm very used to doing that with like friends and stuff like that. And I don't actually know because again, I don't know a lot of gay people. But it's like the the parts that I connect to are the parts that are like you know that, but like more physical stuff. And what I mean by more physical, it's like um, flirting. Yeah, I'm like what do you mean, like playing sports? No, <laughs> like, hell no, I would never play sports. Ugh. You see, uh, it's such a foreign idea. But it's okay. Like, you know, like what it is is like you remember. Uh, this may be like, but you remember in our circle mm-hmm. when I. How can I put this? Like when we were, we were in okay. Because I can't out anybody. Of course. uh, It's this idea. You remember when I was like with my ex, how we were in front of everybody? Oh, yeah. That, that, that all over. Yes. Like octopus hug 24 7. That, that, that is like, I really like that. And that's Mm. how I felt like really connected. Um, You know? That's the Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's like sharing, but also it's like. It's like no talking. Sometimes, something that really like does it, and you're like, "But what about the talking?" And it is true. But sometimes it's like mm. we could each be doing our own things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's like that like physical oh, interaction you know, oh, or physical touch. I do, like, I do like just that. Feels too, like though. we're one or something. Yeah, like when you have like you know, like when you're like let's say like your leg is like touching their leg while you're yes. like, doing individual stuff. Like I get that too. So yes. I I understand that. But yeah, I mean, but I feel like it's more like I'm not saying it's, it's like more fulfilling, but it's more like oomph. There's more oomph to yeah. it when it happens. Yeah, I okay, so I I get that. I think like for me, it's like a it's a secondary kind of thing. Mm. Like, but I think the real way for me to like connect to somebody is like it's like some you know you have like so many emotional conversations with somebody like you just know you just know, um, and mm-hmm. that's how I feel close to somebody, like. 
um and vice versa like with them like it's like when we when we talk and then um you'll be like you'll say something and then you'll be like well but i know you weren't thinking about this or like you'll make like an accurate like uh-huh. guess on like how i'm thinking or how i feel or whatever i'm like nice like this feels good and i feel seen and understood and like that's i think i think like i've come to many places like when i've had relationships with, like with men where i don't feel that way and that's usually the make or break point like that's uh-huh. usually where i'm like where i'm like uh i and it's like it's not to say that like we don't connect in other ways but it's like if i don't have that like usually i'm like i feel like i don't know them and i feel like they don't know me either okay yeah okay i i think it's like is it like a i think it's like a, a not a red flag but it's like a uh a, a no sell or a deal breaker is what it's called like mm. you can make a connection i'm like would a deal breaker for me be like somebody that i can't like but i guess it would also be for me too um, mm-hmm. um, but I think you need it like less um and less frequency. I like, guess. Like I don't need it like yeah. constant or like something yeah. like that. Um it, and I think it's like a lot of um a lot of like the at the end of the day, I do have the mentality like you can't really rely on other people to fill fill those needs. At least it's like physical and stuff like that but like tarot and stuff like that is always that thing you have to be fulfilled in your own sense before you could like be mm-hmm. relying on other people and stuff like that and yeah. i think it's like when you are in that emotionally fulfilled state with yourself you could easily like connect and disconnect with people without concern and stuff like that mm. that's what i feel um, i mean I... Not, i'm not saying like um sorry but i'm not saying like um like a if they, you don't emotionally connect with somebody, because that's important, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. like, if you don't need it as much, if you're like working if you're on good yourself. With yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I agree. I, I do think though, like for example, with with my like ex, um, we were trying to go from like, you know, dating to, to friends. And like, there was mm-hmm. a period of time yeah. where like, we weren't really, we weren't really having like those deep conversations. So I didn't, I felt like I didn't know like how they felt like I uh. I was like aware of like you know like updates in their life and stuff like that but then I was like I was like but I don't know what your emotional state is and I feel uh. like they don't know like what my emotion my emotional state is and like as that kept like happening every time like we would hang out like we wouldn't really talk about that stuff like I was like I don't like I don't feel connected and I don't uh. and I feel like I'm just like adrift and like it almost made me like like, I didn't want yeah. to engage anymore because I was like, I don't have anything to engage with. Like, I don't have anything to, like, hold on to. And I don't really know, like... Like, what I didn't feel like there was, like, like a connection. Is that, like, is that, like, gender-specific? Or is that you're just being a very healthy person who goes to therapy and understands when you're not connecting and when it's over? <laughs> like, I feel like you're just being, like, healthy. <laughs> you're being um, responsible I mean, with your stuff. <laughs> that's fair. Like, I, I do think that, like... Those things. Because I could necessarily... feel like men could do that too if they are also in tune with the yeah. situation and like aware with that. Yeah, I I do think that like you know this stuff isn't necessarily like gender specific. It's more so like in what frequency. Like yeah. for example, like you might you might need like more physical stuff than like maybe I do maybe, and then I might need more like emotional talking than like you do. But it's not to say that like you know we don't need both. I think it's just like the frequency yeah. is different. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I agree too. I it's like, and that's kind of like why we're like back pivoting back to like what we're talking about, like why dating apps yeah. suck. 
<laughs> because yeah. it only focuses on one aspect. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's like when I know with like gay app, like it is something that I find very gross too when it's gay men that they like sometimes their bio will only have top or bottom. Mm. Yeah, you know, all like that's the thing. I feel like I'll go on certain apps and then you know, people like the non men will literally explain their whole life in mm-hmm. the bio. Like, I, um, you know, like, there are certain people, like, when I match with them, like, by the time I'm matching with them and I'm, like, talking with them, like, I feel like I know, like, a lot of things about them. And, like, but then you go on, like, Tinder and, like, there's a guy with, like, three words, like, in his bio. And, like, you don't even know his sun sign. It's, like, I make fun. It's, like, a drinking game every time I go on, like, Tinder and stuff with gay men because they'll say the same things. It's, like, they'll say whether they're top or bottom. They all Mm -hmm. love to travel. And that's it. Mm -hmm. It's all shots They love to travel and then, and then picture by the beach with their shirt off or that's fishing that's very Floridian. well i mean like well i mean like straight men gay men is usually like picture on the mm. beach or they're <laughs> on that flamingo floating yes <laughs> what is up with that <laughs> they are always on that flamingo with a drink in their hand and their six pack mm-hmm. showing off and like i get mm-hmm. it fun. and their bio is like bottom 511 and Florida for, for two days. For, like, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, if that's the whole thing, that it's, like, it's not even, like, a permanent situation. It's, like, again, it sucks. Because, again, it's mm-hmm. only there for physical shit. Mm-hmm. It's, like, apparently mm-hmm. Grindr didn't work for them for that second, so they're going... <laughs> they couldn't find somebody yeah. within a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, it's kind of annoying. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying, like, it's hopeless or, like, that's all it is. But it's also, it's like, especially with COVID, maybe Mm -hmm. that's because of the COVID situation. And even though things are opening up, uh, not, it shouldn't be because, you know, at least in Florida, it's the highest death rate that's ever had. Florida's yikes. Yeah, Florida's yikes right now. But it's like, because it's the only means to actually connect with gay men and they're still using the whole like three, like trying to say their bio is like three words or less. Like... And only pictures, it's like there's not a lot to go on. And the most, mm-hmm. and if you do match, you either get scammed, which happened to me like three fucking times. I'm gonna get into it, but <laughs> or it's just hey, and then they go. <laughs> but I got scammed on Tinder, so Tinder's also on the shit list uh, <laughs> because it's like there was apparently a scam going around of people who said they were Bitcoin experts and. Yeah, no way. I saw it on the news, and it's like I got matched. It was on the these, news. It was on the fucking news, and it's like these Dude. Bitcoin experts and stuff like that, um, who is just there to help. And there's like, and I got scammed three times, and I thought they were interested, but it's like no, they just wanted me to download the stupid app. Wow. So after that, oh, I was like, no, Tinder. <laughs> yeah, they, I was like, it's like I did. I'm gonna, I'll be honest, I did download the app and bought some Bitcoin, but it was like, that was the time when Bitcoin was going down mm. again. Cause Bitcoin's stupid. Can I bitch about Bitcoin? No. <laughs> like Bitcoin. <laughs> no. Okay. Cause if you, if I say yes, it'll be like a 30 minute rant. Yeah, just it would like Bitcoin. be. I'll do the, uh, the spark notes. It's stupid. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. And it's expensive. It's like you could buy Bitcoin. That sh- one Bitcoin is like fucking I don't know how many tens of thousands of stupid. Yeah, yeah. Bitcoin's stupid. It's another like it's like the MLM equivalent for men. Like shut up. 
don't pull this shit on me. That's so funny. It's, it's like, it's either like cryptocurrency or fucking candles or something like that. No. <laughs> I'm not falling for either. <laughs> but rant over. It's bad. <laughs> There's scammers on there. It sucks. It's like, be careful on Tinder. Be careful and on, on Grindr, any dating app at this any point. Any dating app and stuff like that. It's like I, I the other ones that the farther I get from Tinder, like Hinge and Bumble, it's better and communication is better. But then it's like the pool is way smaller. Like mm. I could reach the end of the people available within my area within a day yeah. or like a, an hour. I or still of swiping. If I'm if I'm being <laughs> honest, I still really want you to like fly to New York just to expand that pool. Maybe and just like because I I think. Would New York acceptable like, Floridian with the state of COVID? <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> we might have to t- check the travel policies. It's like I'm but fully I mean, vaccinated, I'm sure it's fine. but uh, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I flew. I flew from New Jersey to Miami, and like they didn't. They stop didn't you. really check for anything. Yeah, okay. no, they didn't check for anything. So I'm sure it'll be fine. But. I I just want you to be here just to see what it's like in New York because I know that like you know allegedly New York has like a big uh, LGBTQ like population and there are like you know they have specific events and like um, where they pull in like a lot of people and stuff like that so I I want you to be here just to like see if it's like true and like test it out yeah test it out with me and actually yeah. demon to see if like do yeah. they actually exist yeah like like I said in Miami it's always like they're here for like three days. Yeah, or like it's so. Or like they're here between they, they, Oh, that's the, you. The gay, typical gay men you get on Tinder are um, they're usually here for a week and they travel back and forth from New York or LA or some bullshit like that. Or somebody who doesn't show their face and only shows <laughs> like their chest, and it's like the mm-hmm. three pictures, the same picture in the same bathroom, <laughs> just showing their Gosh. chest. And it's like I'm DL. Um, looking for other DL stuff like that. I'm like, mm. I mean, we could go. It's like it, that's the whole part of like people not accepting and like, mm-hmm. and it's usually minorities that do it, like Hispanic or Black men that are mm-hmm. the ones that are like they cut off the face and stuff yeah, like that yeah. because of the like the taboo or the stigma of being mm-hmm. gay in those cultures. I understand mm-hmm. it. I'm the lucky one because I have an open family, but like everybody mm-hmm. else's parents, like, would, yeah, like disown them the second they found out. Um, so i both get it but also I'm like yeah it's tinder your parents are not on tinder shut up <laughs> well i mean honestly with, they are with minority culture <laughs> with minority culture i think the general thing like and i have felt this way about like you know within uh-huh. like haitian circles but like i feel like every haitian in south miami like knows each other genuinely mm, that's what they're like, about oh. and like so through some way like shape or form like i through feel the grapevine like, yeah yeah it it is that that uh feeling of like you know eventually it'll get back to like somebody that's part of your family and then eventually it'll get to like your parents or somebody that's like actually in your circle so mm-hmm. i and you know all it takes is one time for for that grapevine to like lead to you like your parents for your life to be ruined so yeah i i get the fear i get the fear yeah it's not fun um and if they're not in Miami, usually it's like I have to expand. Once I get rid of all the people who are on business trips and all the DL people, they're all in like up north. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like three hours away. 
Yeah, I was away. Yeah, that kind of shit. Like, with, at that point, I'm like, fine, whatever. And yeah. I, it's, it is what it is. Dating apps suck. Dating apps sucks. Honestly, I blame COVID. Well, it's because it's like, since it's the only avenue, because of COVID. You know? Mm. You know, I going to public spaces, hell no. Mm, no. Yeah, especially in Florida, yeah. Yeah, in Florida. And a lot of people's like, well, COVID's not bad. It's like, girl, don't tell me that right now. <laughs> I'll get into it's it. It's like, yes, day. it is. You just don't see it. <laughs> yeah, you're just in denial. Mm. But um, anyways, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you want to continue with these pink dating apps? Okay, homophobic? so yes, <laughs> I just are dating apps homophobic, and you just did yes. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Every time. Yeah. Um, then the next question is, where are the TikTok queers? And okay, so I I actually have an answer for this. Okay. Um. So the person I met um most recently on the dating app, we went uh-huh. to this place in New York. And I swear that is where all of the TikTok gays were hanging out. I kid you not. They looked straight out of TikTok. Like uh, they looked like the kinds of people like, you know, that care about fashion. Like they had like a certain um like were they I doing dances? This... No, no. It was like sophisticated kind of like TikTok. Ooh, that's like, sophisticated it was like, it was like, <laughs> it was like, ooh, like I grow plants in my apartment and every night, like every day, like there's some like that, <sighs> that flows in through the window. Line. The best, yeah, the best. Or like, there was this guy. There was this guy. Like, he was like super tall and like really pretty, and like he was wearing like this crisp like white shirt and like these jeans. And I was like, that's such a TikTok outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, everybody just looked like they were straight from like the app. Like, it was just like a bunch of people that like you could tell cared about like fashion and like you know fits and uh, having a certain vibe and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this is one of those places where like the TikTok gays like go. But the thing is. I don't think everybody there was gay, which was interesting. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was that like, you know, people were like giving like bisexual vibes. So I found one place where it seems like the TikTok gays hang out. But honestly, I went on one night and they had they were having like a themed night. I think it was um like a I don't remember like from what decade it was from, but it, they were playing like really old songs. Mm. Um that were just like like they were playing dancing queen kind of songs oh like um, yeah 70s and stuff yeah exactly um so yeah and okay. i think everybody might have dressed up for like the older times so i'm not sure but yeah it's a nice aesthetic um yeah they're not in florida i know that <laughs> it no. just seems like you go on tiktok like as a queer person and it seems like there are so many queer people out there and then you leave your house and you're like wait Everybody's straight. Maybe it's like and every gay, gay person has a TikTok, but like they're all separated, and that's why there's so many. Oh, oh. Um, that's I think that's because the, there's a lot of like all the gay YouTubers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They do have TikToks as well, and mm-hmm. um, and the thing is like TikTok is it's like its algorithm is really good in the fact that yeah. it will like herd you. It makes you feel to... like you're you're in your own like gigantic bubble. Yeah, like without even much exactly effort on like your you. own. You just have to, like, like yeah. a couple video. Like, when you first mm-hmm. start off on TikTok, it's, like, your own street TikTok, which is always, like, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then eventually you'll find, like, oh, you look for certain things, and then you'll just, like, like a couple of, like, gay videos, and bam, mm-hmm. you're, you're in gay TikTok, and it's, like, you're there mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. But okay. Mm. Um. So that was our TikTok tangent. Yes. <laughs> okay, um, last thing is a call to action for the audience. Um, 
we have like so we checked our stats before and we actually have three unique listeners at this Ooh. point we have three unique yes, i know and it's like one of them is in germany and i'm like how right i'm like who stuff it's like i thought they were all all three of them were me just re-listening to our <laughs> but it's like i'm not in germany what that happened right yeah so if you're from germany and you're listening hello hi if we just added you hello <laughs> If you feel seen, hello and sorry. <laughs> but the question basically for the audience is, um, have you had any success with dating apps? Yeah, and have you? if you've had, let us know, please, because we need like, hope. What did you do? Like, did yeah, you do well, what did you do? What was your strategy? What day of the week? What was the hour? <laughs> you know, did you use any affirmations? Was it a full moon? Like, tell it, us what's exactly. going on. Did you manifest? <laughs> like, did you visualize? Like, it's like, did you sacrifice a chicken and pray to a santero <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> like we need we need all of the details it's like we, it's like we need to know what you were wearing at the time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh but yeah uh because it's like i feel like i'm very i mean you i've only done the dating apps in the past year or two mm -hmm. um and i feel like i'm very limited in my experience so i would like to know other people experience mm -hmm. to see how it yeah. is like as from an outside person looking in i'm like why does grinder exist like why but mm -hmm. maybe somebody found the love of their life through Grinder. That would be interesting. That should be an interesting that story. That would be a very yeah. interesting story. Yeah. Um, so we would love to hear that. Yes. Please let <laughs> okay. us So I think this episode's already almost going to like two hours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a good stop, a place to stop. Yes. yes. Uh, see you guys next time. See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Queer Perspective. We'd love some feedback, so please leave some reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast or on Instagram at Queer Perspective Pod. See you next time.